Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No. Hello, hello. Hello? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I here on my own? <laughs> hello? <laughs> he was text messaging. Oh, yeah, I was just consumed. Who even text messages? No one text messages, do they? It's WhatsApp these days. When was the last time you sent a text message? I don't like sending text messages, but generally if it's it's to parents of my children. No, that would be weird. Oh, that's <laughs> you. I like to send text text myself. myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep it formal. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like if uh, I don't, I feel like WhatsApp is quite a personal place to be. Really? Yeah, I do. Although awkwardly, uh, the other day I I messaged what I thought was my friend to meet for Starbucks. Have I said about this? And I actually met, and I messaged one of Elliot's mums. Oh, right. One one of her mum's sister wives. Do you know what I mean? Like the (laughs) friends' mums. Yeah. And, she replied back very awkwardly and was like, oh, um, well, I've got uh, <laughs> I've got work that day, but I might be able to squeeze you in in the afternoon. And I looked at her message. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I opened the message. I was like, oh, my God, I said it to the wrong person. So I, oh, so I was like, I'm really sorry to uninvite you, but that wasn't for you. <laughs> you are no longer invited to Starbucks. I oh, don't that's want really, to see that's you. Interesting that you think of it as private space. I just always get added onto like the most bullshit WhatsApp groups. That oh yeah, I'm, I'm not. You know, you know, like there's like a local mums one, and, and every time you meet a new mum, they're like, "Do you do you want me to add you to the local mums group?" And I'm like, "Absolutely fucking not, do one." No. I was on it once for probably about three days, and immediately exited when I just <laughs> got a sort of you know feeling for the absolute chuff that was churned out there constantly. Yeah. Just like really judgy shit as well about being a mum. It's like who the fuck wants to be in this space? And there was about 245 women on it. Oh God, I can't think of anything more dire. No, I've never been right. on one of those before. I don't know if uh, I should feel sad. I don't think I have 240 people on my phone book. No, I didn't. I probably knew about four of them. That was oh, it. Of course, yeah, because you've been added yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah like, fuck that. No, thank you. I can't stand it. I just don't, <laughs> I only want to have, like I feel like Facebook Messenger is first base. Is it really? To me, in my mind, okay. second base is a text message. Third yeah. base is WhatsApp. All right, interesting. That's how I see it. How so many bases are there? Four? In my mind, I don't believe you can go beyond three. Face what to would, face. What would be? <laughs> face on face. Yeah, face uh, on face. Number four is you sending them a card declaring how much you, you love them, them. you can't yeah. live without them. That's fourth base. <laughs> <laughs> you go straight in for fourth often. Oh, can we talk about my first uh, therapy session? I've gone back into therapy, oh, yes. haven't I? Oh, yes. And, um, go on. What, did I, what did I message you after it? That you might be um, in love with your therapist already. <laughs> oh, she's, I, 
Steve, it, Steve is just sort of like, oh, he's just. Here we go. Place. Here we go again. I said to him, I was like, it feels different this time. He was like, no, Laura, that's just that's just their job. <laughs> yeah, just stop believing it's because of you. <laughs> I can't bear it. He's like, Laura, they're just that's just what they do. They're, they're not assholes. They're nice people that validate you and your experience. And I, I was like, but this feels next level. <laughs> In one session, you uh, got that feeling, did you? Oh my god, I've never never had a connection like that before, and I'm not even saying that. Like, I thought I had a strong connection with my last psychologist, but this one through the fucking roof. She's Australian as well. Oh my god, that makes it even better. I know it does. It does. I want to ask her everything, but obviously, I can't. No, because she's not your friend. She's not my friend. She's not my friend. She's not my friend. She's not my friend to keep you mentally stable, which is a struggle. I did say, no, but I did say to her, she said, why did your last lot of like EMDR, why did that finish back in August? And I said, well, I think I got emotionally attached to her. I said, I have massive attachment issues. I said, so fucking good luck with that because that's probably going to be you soon. And she just laughed. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I know. What's your phone number? Can I WhatsApp you? Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's me back into the clunge grips of therapy. But that's good, isn't it? Because yeah, you've had a bit of a gap, myself. haven't you? Yeah, I have had a little bit of a gap, and I recognise the fact that I need it. I need to go back in, and I'm back in. Good, which is which is a is a big thing, isn't it? Vic? It is a big thing. It is a big yeah. thing, and it's so right to find the right therapist as well. Like that makes all the difference to how effective it is. Essentially, I also I don't know about you, but like obviously you helped me anyway through it because you were explaining to me about that sort of relationship and stuff. And I think like before I had had any kind of therapy, I don't think I really understood the the importance of that relationship. And now I've gone back into it and I'm like, oh, this is what that connection is like that. Oh my God, I really like you. And I'm really intrigued to want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously I'm like that about the fucking postman. But... Yeah, I... <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> I um, because I find, or I found like with the therapist that I've had, I actually, if I feel like, I think I'm the opposite to you. If I feel like I wanted to be their friend or I want to be their friend, it's over for me. Well, this is, I think, the problem with the last lot of therapy I had is that I I was way too attached. So it was like I was people-pleasing and I wasn't actually getting That's out of I mean. therapy what I needed. And also you need to be like so raw and just yeah. share like the deepest, darkest things that are in your mind or things that you've done or whatever. And I think when it becomes someone that you like too much, then you're yeah. like not willing to show that. So, or you don't want them to, like you say, it's people-pleasing. You don't want them to think anything negative about you so yeah you know you hold those things like I was chatting to, to her I was chatting to her and I said this is their fucking job right she's qualified to do this I'm really worried to talk to this about you because I don't want to upset you she was like shut up basically I was like I always, on, I, I, I always feel like I just have to like be like are you sure you want, you want to talk, about, to talk this? about this yeah she's like yeah because this is my fucking job so I'm, I'm to, to deal with this fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what's the Australian insult? Dingo. You fucking dingo. That's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I'm not in therapy now. I'm out of it for a bit. I was having it, but I had this same. I reached the end of. I felt that relationship with that therapist in particular. Yeah. Um, I just I wasn't getting out anything out of it anymore. It was served me very well for the time, yeah. 
And I'm sure, I mean, I 100% will be going back into it at some point. Um, obviously. Obviously. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been all right without it. I was just, just uh, when the, the last session was just before Christmas, so it's not been very long, really. Um, but I've been. You've already okay. just been birthed back into the world. I know, I've no support. <laughs> Um, have I been doing anything to compensate for that? Not really, but I have been doing a lot of exercise and I do think that always helps me. Uh, well, actually, there is a very good uh, amount of research to suggest the fact that's that exercise right. is a natural endorphin booster. Because uh, I've got my old PT now, haven't I? I know. PT cunt. Loving it, loving it, loving it. My thighs are getting very muscly. Are they? Yes, they're beasts. Rob was like, Jesus Christ. Could you um, suffocate him just with the thigh? Yeah. You could grab him and that would be it. Like you could could grab a wildebeest by its head and choke hold it until (laughs) it took its last breath. Easily, mate. Um, but yeah, I'm all right. I'm you know, that door okay. crack open behind you. It freaks me out because if not, I'm going to see a face there. And I know I'm not there, so I shouldn't be raising this as a concern. But if no, you get no, attacked, don't do that to me. Oh, lad. it's only going to be the cat. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, well um, we screamed last time that happened. So last night the cat came into the bedroom and I was reading Edith her bedtime story, and um, Oliver was in the room too. And oh, Oliver's so random. <laughs> this kid cracks me up. He started talking to Hendrix and um, one of the questions that he asked him to a cat, he was like, Hendrix, do you like pencils? <laughs> that was a valid question. I was laughing so much. Like, oh God, he's just so sweet, that boy. Um, but yeah, apparently, no, Hendrix didn't have an answer for that. No, well, he doesn't have opposable thumbs, so. <laughs> it's going to be an issue. The dexterity did I, did I of, of a... you, like, far. <laughs> He asked Pete, he just, this kid is just crying out to be abducted because he will make friends with anybody. He just goes and chats to someone. He'll just walk up to someone and be like, No Hi. stranger danger. No stranger danger. Even I try to teach him this. And the, the questions that he asks people, like he always says to people, Where's your dad? Just, you know, to anyone. Hi, it, my name's oh, Oliver. He's in the car Where's with a bag of sweets. Do you want to go find him? Let's go together. And he asked this one guy who was so awkward and definitely didn't know how to talk to children. He was like, how many films have you watched? It's like, what? Why do you need to know that information, Oliver? It's just he's so, so, he's so abstract, who, that kid. Do you know who he's going to be when he's older? Me. <laughs> I, I, I was in a situation yesterday where um, my it's friend... It's so meet- true, it is you, it's yours. It is me, yeah. I asked so many questions. So like I, there was, I was with my friend and I had to call 999. She's fine. And the ambulance crew arrived. And I mean, the poor 26 year old, he was a 26 year old lad. He was a qualified paramedic. The part, the person that was with him wasn't a fully qualified paramedic, but she has a daughter who's three years old. She works oh out God, at the you gym. Found all this fucking Mate, information. I found all this out. Steve was like, Laura, what is wrong with you? You fucking psycho. But did you I get just... the WhatsApp number? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, the... the <laughs> It's inquisitive. You've got inquisitive minds. I am very inquisitive, but I, I had to take a picture of my friend's lips because at one point they had gone blue. And I took a picture of her lips and I said to the male 26-year-old who looked about 12, paramedic, I said, I've got a picture of her lips. They went blue if you want to see them. And he was like, no, 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 it's fine, thank you. When obviously it's her face lips, not her vagina lips. (laughs) Of course she did. He he actually openly said, ew. (laughs) Did he? Yeah. So that's not very professional. I said, you've seen more fucking minge than we have and we get our fannies out every day to wash it. But calm yourself down, love. Oh, that's so funny. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh, 
love Blue throwing lips. people off with a little um, unexpected mention of the minge. Blue lips is is a s is an STI. It darling. is an STI. Yes, mm. you told me never to Google that, so I never have. No, you mustn't. You mustn't. No, you mustn't, you mustn't. mustn't no. do that. <laughs> it's very bad. Um, shall we have yeah, a story? Very, very bad. It's very oh, bad. I would love to have a story. Oh my god! Before we go any further, Vic, you know, last week you said about the um, the uh, the woman at spin that nearly like came yes, on your face. Yep, yep, yep. Hi there. Just listening to today's episode, ladies. Amazing as always. I wanted to let Vic know re-spinning bikes and the lady enjoying the bike with the noises. I can confirm many times in on a spin bike I have climaxed at the gym. No. Yeah, I now have a Peloton bike at home that I love a bit too much, maybe. I bet you do, you filthy bitch. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, come on. I could not have an orgasm. In it. I don't think I could ever. Have you ever like been in a situation where you haven't been able to control having an orgasm? No. No, neither have I. It takes a lot of thought and concentration. Don't get me wrong. Like I've worked out, like I said, when I've lifted weights and stuff, and I've been like, oh, that feels really good. Because obviously I'm activating my pelvic floor. Yeah. I've never been like, ah, 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 ah. I got a 10k G kettlebell. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, mate. No. Oh. I'm too uptight. Like, I wouldn't be able to have an orgasm in like a spin class full of people around me. I wouldn't be able to lose control like that that easily. No. No. Considering oh, yeah. I'm permanently in control of everything in all aspects of my life while not being in control no. at all. I mean, you know, we do need about eight different instruments on our midges yeah, to actually fly back. So. I'm, I'm literally like a fucking live orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen there's, there's the fucking tambourine the violin that is an incentive to exercise though isn't it it's, should, that, that should be like a campaign for a gym like the incentive to exercise come and have an orgasm Pi- while yeah. I class Pi Max more with <laughs> let's see <laughs> let's see how many women take up the offer um, oh god give the bloody seat a wipe down afterwards I hope you do I do I always clean my bike after and before well obviously she's got a peloton at home so it's probably dripping and cum yeah she just attached like one of those sucky dildos juices. to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if you were if you were doing a spin class and you had a dildo in and you were activating your core would it make it better if you had a penis in there probably do you think yeah i reckon I guess you, you can have those got... little um remote control uh vibrators as well can't you they do nothing for me we've we've been we've been sent a couple of those to test out oh, but it wasn't for us was it yeah they're shit you know yeah. like when you see 50 shades of gray yeah and she he shoved that kong up her hoof <laughs> I've never seen it, but okay. He was, and he was like, he had the remote control for it. And you know, you're like, I would sit there and be like, all right, okay, yeah, so now the also, chair's vibrating. I'd probably just get pissed off with Rob as well for doing it wrong. Oh, mate, there's no way Steve <laughs> would do it right. And Steve would give me that real lechy look that makes me want to fucking crawl up into my vagina and die anyway. There's nothing sexy about it. And not only that, like, she made no squelch noises, none. Did she not? Silent as a fucking doorbell she was. Really? You know, you're like, there's no way that went up that easy if she wasn't that moist. <laughs> that was incorrectly documented, in my general opinion. Although she's very, she, isn't she quite young in it? Remember that, remember no, your... Dakota Fanny. No, Dakota, Dakota Fanny. No, it's not her. Not Fanny. <laughs> Can you imagine? She would have definitely lived up to her name, wouldn't she? <laughs> That's what she's giving me known as now, Dakota, Dakota Fanny. Johnson or whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, I know. Is it? Is it her in it? Yeah, she's not she's that pretty. young. Oh, I've got a new man crush, by the way. <gasps> Who? Uh, hold on, let me just find out what his name is. 
Are you watching The Last of Us? Yes, it's him. Is, is it you Pedro? No, it's yeah. Pedro. Oh my God, episode three. <laughs> Wait, uh, what, the, with the couple? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so beautiful. I was fucking weeping. Yeah. Sobbing. You know, the, I'm not, don't want to talk about it. We'll, give it. we'll just give it a context. So, The Last of Us is like a post apocalyptic, you know, there's yeah. been a virus. But there's a lot, pandemic it's a lot thing. more. Like there's a lot more depth to it than it just being. Yeah, it's not. It's not about that. But that's the setting for it, and um, yeah. it's uh, the third episode is basically a guy that's like uh, what they called a survivalist. A survivalist, yeah. Who's like locked down his own little situation. He's self-sufficient. He's he's, he's he's got electricity still. He's living, you know, having nice posh dinners with wine and shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, someone falls into one of his traps, and it's a. It is a gay love story, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. I feel like I haven't seen depicted in such a beautiful, sensitive, loving way before on screen. Yeah, and it was just the most... Oh God! And it was just so lovely. Oh Did you not just think though? Rob was like, "He's going to kill him now. He's going to kill him." You kept saying that. Yeah, like, I, I, I trust him. I was no, like, "Come I on!" Said to him on that, the first night, obviously, we don't want to ruin too much. But on that no. first night, I said to Steve, "I went. He best not break his heart. <laughs> not. He best not break his legs. No, he no. best not break his heart." But there was one scene where I thought, "Oh my God, this is it!" And you probably know what bit I'm on about, right? And everyone had seen it was really sad. I thought, "Okay." That was sad, but that's it's okay. And then it moved to the next scene, which was obviously the the final part, and I I didn't stop crying. Oh, it's so good. What are you watching it on? Because when I shared it, loads of people were like, "Well, I'm watching it on Now TV. It's a Sky program, but you can get it on, um, or is it HBO? I can't remember. You I can think get it might be HBO actually. Yeah, you can get it on Now TV. Yeah. Um, other TV services are available, are available, but it's really fucking good. It's excellent TV. Even when it finished, and I tried to talk to Steve about it, I started sobbing again. Oh, I was mate, like, I it can't just, talk about it. It's it one was of those beautiful. That just, it stuck with me for the rest of the week after it, watching yeah, it. I just kept uh, thinking same. about it. And I just think, like, I, I think you're right. What a, a, It's a major, major TV series where they've actually depicted a really beautiful relationship between two men and about fucking time. Yeah. It was lovely. He's actually gay in real life. Yeah, the Australian guy. Oh my God, he's beautiful. He's so, the Australian guy is yeah. amazing. He's yeah. in um, The White Lotus as well, which is another brilliant oh, TV series. You've got to watch that too. He's fucking excellent in it. So good. There's loads he's of good just, TV out there at the moment. His body, when he was laying in bed, it's like, oh my God. Are you really? Are you into him? Or are you talking yeah. about Pedro now? Not Pedro. No, oh yeah, but oh, I love Pedro as well. I love Pedro. Ah, oh, fucking it. Oh, I love Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> love him um all right here you go i've got a little story for you this is quite funny farting in the classroom oh this is the title so my partner is an art teacher and we both went out for an indian on the weekend and had a mixed grill which played absolute havoc with our stomachs <laughs> i received a call from her monday afternoon to let me know i like that she's she's called him to tell her this that she farted into the portable air conditioner and was greeted with the sound of all her pupils retching and screaming that it smells <gasps> like the sewers had burst and blaming each other for the foul smell at which point she had to leave the classroom with her assistant tears running down their faces hope this little story makes you <laughs> as much as i did why is it the farting just never gets old? I know. It's so I will never be yet. bored just, of I a funny a fart, fart story. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I want to know is, was the air conditioner, is it in the classroom as well? She sounds like an absolute sick bitch. 
I love it. Who shuts into an air conditioning unit? That can't be in England. Who has a fucking air conditioning unit in England? Oh, yeah, maybe not. Although saying I have, I know, I'm air conditioning queen. Yeah, in a classroom, love. In in the classroom, in the old school that I used to work at, they they had air conditioners. Yeah, because it was so fucking hot, it was insane. Oh, fucking hell. The kids could drop down dead round here and they still wouldn't put an air conditioner in. (laughs) They could die of bloody dehydration. They'd be like, yeah, they're fine. I've farted into a fan before. Just, you know, to get the um, echoey effect. If you know when you're talking to a fan and you're yeah, talking like talk, talk into a fan, but I've never farted into one. That <laughs> sounds fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Especially when Rob is like downwind of the, uh, of the, of the fan air blowing situation that just hits him right in the face. Steve's, oh, like, Steve is a chronic farter in our family. Is he? Oh, it's horrific. Just yes, just yes, yeah, me too. I've got issues. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I've got that um, whatever that thing is my sister's got. Diverticulitis. I'm sure I've got that because I just yeah smell of stale shit all the time. Yeah, but you don't have pain, and diverticulitis causes pain. I do have pain sometimes. Oh, do you, darling? Yeah, when I'm pooing. Oh, uh, in my tummy, trauma. it really hurts. Have I got poo trauma? <laughs> what? It it hurts your tummy when you poo. It hurts my tummy. Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake! Please get that checked. <laughs> I'm like my dad. Yeah, oh, for I, Christ's I, sake. I, I realise that I've become more and more like my dad, but I just overly worry about everyone that I love. And it will be like, oh, my darling, please tell me you're all right. Can you just relate you back the um, thing that you told me before we came on air about when, um, before we came on air, like this is a fucking live radio station. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh-huh. so Laura was just saying about her friends, so she mentioned that. Yeah. So she was caring for her friends. She said that when she's like caring for people in the crisis, she talks to them like they're fucking children. And what no, were you no, saying no, to only, Steve? Only, only when it happens, only when I feel the need is there like to parent them to parent them and yeah Steve's back had gone and he was stuck in the conservatory and he was like in absolute fucking agony and I just didn't know I didn't know how to help him feel better I guess I felt so useless so I started calling him a good boy (laughs) (laughs) and even in his his cries of like absolute I don't know if you've ever been around someone whose back goes but it's like it's very Yeah, I've it's had it very myself, yeah. spasmatic. You can't it control your, your actions or the noise you should make in really because it's so painful. And he was like, oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Good boy, good like, boy. I know, and then Come two seconds now. later, I'm like, you're doing so good. You're such a good boy. And he's like, I'm not one of the boys. I don't know what to do. Evidentizing <laughs> me. It is a weird one, isn't it? It's my love Just, language. Yeah, it's how I, know. I, I. It's weird, though. I know. If you ever call me a good girl, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I, I I, just, I, yeah. And my friend yesterday, she just needed a bit of nurturing. And I was like, you know, I gave her a bit of nurture. She didn't say no to it. She loved it. I think she loved it a little she bit. She loved it. She needed it. I'm not being funny. She had a fucking ambulance coming out to her. Like she really gave a shit about the fact yeah. that I called her a good girl. That's no, I didn't true. Call her, I called her a brave girl. You're a brave girl. You're a brave girl. She was brave. She was being on. very brave. You're a brave girl. It's okay. I've got this. Let's give it a little kiss. Let's give yeah. let's give your heart attack a little kiss. <laughs> and you'll be fine. Blue, you'll be right, right. Top blue lip, a little kiss. <laughs> Bless her. She's fine, everyone. Yeah, it's okay. She is all right. Bless her. Um, so I've got a little follow up, actually. A little tiny up. A little tidy up from the old rectumless rebel. <gasps> yes. Oh, same lady. Yeah, because we had questions, didn't oh, we? Lovely. So she has a iliostomy. Iliostomy, I-L-E-O-S-T-O-M-E. How'd you say that? That's a stoma bag, is it not? Well, which is when, she explains what it is. It's when part of the small bowel is brought to the surface of the skin and it empties the bag a few times a day. 
Okay, so a colostomy bag is when your large bowel is brought to the surface instead. I've had so many surgeries, I've lost count. It's all from having Crohn's disease, which is what you said, since I was a young teen. Having a shitty disease as a a teenager is not fun, let me tell you. I don't really get the urge anymore to poop normally, but I do get phantom rectum pain on the run-up to my period and when I have a UTI. Oh, interesting. Sometimes the only way to ease that is to sit on the loo and try and trick my body into thinking I'm doing a poo. The joys of being in the no colon club. With the Barbie bum. Aww. Barbie bum society. Oh, she said she wants to be part of the Rebel Moms Club, but she'd have to be an honorary one as I've not managed to have any children yet. We're just about to start our second round of IVF in our quest oh, to become darling, parents. Oh, darling, you are more than welcome in. It's not my of club, course. but you're welcome. No, it doesn't, you don't need to be You don't need mom. to have kids. It's just to be like the mentality of being a little oh, bit sweet. rebellious. And also, it. like, I think I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be going through IVF. And, you know, that must feel like quite a lonely experience. I know somebody who went through it and it was really tough, really, really tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's especially if she's already had one round. Yeah, um, there's lots of really, there's lots of taxing. really. Um, I think there's a big community of um, women and parents on uh, Instagram who have been through lots of rounds of IVF, isn't there? There's a lot. I've there, yeah. I follow quite a few people that. That's a big yeah, part I know of someone content. who's currently going through fertility issues at the moment, and I think it's like that hard thing sometimes where it's like you don't want to become part of like, oh god, what do you call it? Like the forums because they're. They're extremists. Yeah. They're like the post-apocalyptic people that survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Sometimes a forum is too much. You just need to have yeah, like a nice little all, they're bit of engagement They're always so fucking extreme. It's never like, oh, yeah, you know, something mediocre happened. It's like when you have a bad meal, you'll talk about the bad meal, but you never talk about the good meal. And I yeah. feel like they're the bad meal people. Yes. They're the people that got pubes. Oh, my God. That's also what happened to me. What? I was having a tattoo done and I ordered some food to be delivered to me. And there was a fucking pube in my chips. <laughs> that's the second time that's happened to me. From the second, same place? No, a different place. Oh my God. Who is like ball bagging your, or tea bagging, tea bagging your chips? my chip. The ball. <laughs> uh, do you want salt and pepper that? Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, do you want some balls? Yeah. Right. Go on then. Oh my god! I'm dipping the hot fries. Oh, I hate that. I can't. I can't deal. But do you know what was so funny though is the guy that tattoos me. Obviously, is a really good friend of ours, and he put the tube, the tube on the chip. He put the pube on the chip, and I had said, "Oh, does anybody want any chips? Because I'm not going to eat anymore." And someone came over, and Jez was going choo 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 choo, and he opened his mouth and put it in his mouth, and I was laughing so much that I couldn't even do anything. And one of the other people that was stood there smacked his hand out of the way and he went, there's a pube on it! <laughs> oh, yeah, so when you saw the pube, did you then stop eating the chips? Yeah, mate, I was like, I'm out. The rest of them, they didn't care. I, I'm going to I'm gonna have to tell you that I probably would just carry on eating it. No, mate. Well, I mean, let's be honest, the damage has been done, right? <laughs> exactly. It's too late. But no, um, I, it's like when you eat a bit of fish and there's a bit of bone in it and you're like, oh, God. Yeah, that out. puts me off more. I can't yeah. eat the fish up. I, well, a little pube, a little pube in there. It's fine. <laughs> I just think, what did he do? Did he itch his balls and then touch the chips? But either way, it's completely, it's not all right. I don't know. Right. I started to get grey hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which is obviously devastating to me because turning forty this year, and I already feel like a fucking old haggard witch. And now we've got grey hair to go with that entire sort of persona. I mean, but the fact your are... natural hair looks like that. I mean, fuck you, mate. Right, my they are they're like not hairs that have turned grey. They are growing grey. So I've got these weird little like inch long wiry grey hairs poking out of my head. 
This is the beginning of the end, mate. Is it? It is though. But say, like, I could imagine that one of those could fall out and get mistaken for a pube. So no. I think there's always, yeah, because it's so wiry. Yeah, and mate. I've got curly hair. A wiry black curly hair. <laughs> yeah, I got any of those. No, maybe no. I think it's because I live with the ultimate pube distributor, yeah. Rob. That there, you are, there are. I'm so used to pubes being everywhere in this house. You know what? If there was a pube on the plate, and it was like, oh, that's Steve's pube on the I, plate, pube on the pube plate. On the plate. <laughs> that's a, that game. Could be a game show, couldn't it? <laughs> Good, yeah. Like Michael Barrymore or something like that. Um, <laughs> I I don't mind. Well, I do. I mean, I don't think anybody wants a pube on their plate, whether it be your husband's or not. I think I, I would be like, oh, all right, it's Steve's. And I know that Steve is sort of probably more hygienic than me, to be honest with you. But <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll go for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with, 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 with the strangers... Yeah, mate, look, I've had... fucking chlamydia. He could I've have given me class. with someone after like three hours and knowing them and they've fucking got the digits on them in. So I don't know, maybe my standards are just low. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just feel like food and pubes is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. I don't mind being fingered by a stranger. Do you know what I mean? Sounds great. It does. I miss I those good days. at it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, obviously if they're shit at it, no thanks. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm going to eat the food, mate. Especially if I just bought it. How much are you eating? Are you eating like, oh, were you satisfied? I, I'd eat more than 75% of it. Okay, fine then. Then yeah, yeah. you're all right. I'd Absolutely. probably stop at that point. I'd eat the tuna melt. No. <laughs> You'd have the tuna, you had a tuna melt on chips? I had a tuna melt on chips, mm, yeah. That sounds delicious. Name and shame salad. them. Come on. Where is it from? I can't. I didn't. I didn't. I can't. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> tiny little, and it's only a tiny little restaurant. I know they're filthy fuckers, but. Would you give them a um, bad review like online on delivery? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I that's that, right. I need to. Yeah, you need to complain. They that's look. the kind of thing. Like, would you complain about? I feel like it's a it's a good reason to just be like, maybe check your hands next time. Yeah, maybe you know, increase it's difficult. the. How do you prove that the pube came from them? Yeah. Well, I certainly didn't pluck it. What, what am I? No, you know what? I didn't actually, have my um... hands down my trousers at any point. Jez is bald, so it definitely didn't come from his head. <laughs> I actually uh, gave my little beaver a trim this morning. Gee. Yeah, with Rob's beer trimmer. Well, so I'm, uh, up. It didn't I'm have the process on, of, mate. of lasering it all but, off. Yes, yeah, so I've started doing that as well, but I'm not like, I'm just doing the sideburns. Oh, yeah, sideies. Yeah, but so then I'm, I'm not like, a bald, I don't, I don't want it to be, you know, no, I me neither. I didn't mean to go. Quite. I did. I did it really short because the guard oh, was Lord. off, and I was just like, Meh. I was like "Oh shit!" It's, I hate it. My friend, she actually got a full wax. She was like inside right. lips, outside lips, and arsehole. And I was like, "No, I'm all right." No I feel way. like if they put that wax strip over my arsehole, they pull any potential pile that I yeah. might have had out, and I would but I'd I, be a goner. I, it also, just no, the regrowth. I can't deal with it. I no. can deal with the regrowth and on that's the side. The thing, like it's it. really uncomfortable. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with the lasering, there's no uncomfortableness. It just fucking falls out. Also, my, my family just looks like one of those like bald cats that's really wrinkly when you take yeah. all the hair off. It's like Mate, all of ours look like that. <laughs> it just it's such a. It just it's such a. Yeah, it used to be really popular, didn't it, to have it all off? And then when it was popular, I did have it all off. I never but... did it. Never went for it. It felt too infantile for me. A, like, such nah. a fucking trendsetter. Oh no, mate! I've always been pro big bush. <laughs> I'm pro big bush now. That's fucking plait it to pull it to one side. Oh my on. god! Did you get anything back from the swinger? Oh yeah. Okay, so we heard back from a swinger, 
and they have said ask away so i think you guys <gasps> yeah what do you want what to know what questions would you like to know about swinging and you need to pop it pop it in our dms pop it in our dms or email us um you know the score mate you know yeah, the fucking, fucking repeating it till the end of the fucking podcast we'll do that but just send um, us questions I actually, okay i actually have a foursome story oh hello no, are we G. talking about that just jesus for people to say i love it how they always say please keep anonymous well you know what we've not named and shamed anyone yet darling don't you no. worry are you ready for this one i'm excited yeah I actually lost my virginity in a foursome. Wow. Oh my God, that is bold. I know. Bold and bold. <laughs> bold and bold. <laughs> um, it was with my best mate, girl, and two of our close lad mates. Wow. But it was such Fucking a fun experience. Hell, that's adventurous, yeah. isn't it? I know. But it was such a fun experience. It was all consensual, exciting, not embarrassing at all, because three out of the four of us were virgins, so we had no clue what was going on. Oh, we wow. experimented, and we just had an all-round fab time swapping, and I thought it said dribbling. Dribbling <laughs> <laughs> <Begin> dabbing. Wow. <laughs> dribbling all over the place. Safely, I may add. I'm happily settled now, 18 years on, with two babs, and would do it again. Absolutely. Love you two to bits. I look forward to my Tuesdays. Wowzers. Wow. I oh, know. That is, that's quite extreme, wow. isn't it? For the first time. I wonder if they're still mates. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Are you still friends after that? I just yeah. don't know. I just don't know if I could have had sex with you, Laura, and then still no, be I wouldn't have sex with you. I love you. I do. But I, I, excuse me, what are you trying to say? You are not. You're, you're at a friendship fourth base. That's where you're at. You're friend zoned, mate. We'll go for a lunch dinner, not a night that date. That's it. That's not a foursome. Yeah, like I could. I, um, Imagine yeah. if that was like Steve and Rob and me and you. Oh, the first time, the first time that Steve and Rob ever met as well. We'd be like, so guys, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have foursome now. Oh yeah, no, oh it's gonna be God, strangers. No. I think if you're not in a relationship, like that situation, actually sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Because it's safe do it with enough. Friends. But it's safer. But you, you, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Lockdown full of calm. Well, she was anyway. Yeah. She was fucking. Yes, how, what was that situation? What do you think the situation is with that? With like contraception and stuff? Are you, how are you keeping that safe? Well, I imagine, uh, I don't know. Or you're not. You're just going to be like. I mean, I, I highly, she back. said safely, but I'm thinking one condom on and, you know. Yeah. But maybe got... hop on and off of each but one. But then I suppose if three of you were virgins, did they, did they have a lot virgins, of though, foreplay? So. Yeah, one of them wasn't. But did they have a lot of foreplay? And then when it came to the final countdown, they stuck with one man. Because you can't oh, be yeah. popping on and off of a condom, can you? She did say it was safe, safely, so I'd say there was condoms used. Even just having like, okay, so another couple having sex next to you whilst you're having sex. Like even that seems... I get just... distracted by the washing machine when I'm watching the telly, mate. And it's in another fucking room. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder in that situation, like, you know, like for a lot of women, me included, that there, there's a lot of mental work that goes into sex yeah. of like getting, being in the mood, staying in the mood, staying in the moment, getting yeah. to climax, all the rest of it. So there's a whole like thought process that's going on that often does include um, an element of like, I don't know, some sort of like fantasy, I suppose. I don't know. Is that the right way to describe? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm never thinking of Steve when I'm having sex with him. No, I've got That's my fucking eyes shut. That's Lights what off. I'm thinking. <laughs> Emotion. 
<laughs> All emotions are off, mate. Yeah. I'm not even here. I am okay. I'm detached. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even in the same country oh my god um do you think that that is removed by being in that highly sexualized situation Because yeah, i guess if it's a fantasy you've wanted to play out but the thing is to me my fantasies are utter perfection so yeah. the only thing that can go from there is complete disappointment because yeah. it's never going to be fulfilled you know it's it's 50 shades of gray when in actual fact it's more like debbie does dallas you know the the, the depravity of the reality of fanny farting and, you know, know. Yeah. and then having a bit of poo or accidentally farting or <laughs> there's just, there's a lot that can go wrong, which is normal. <laughs> yeah. And fantasy doesn't uh, allow for, you know, stuffing your teeth or yeah. looking like Mary Berry squinting when you're just about <laughs> to come. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like this. <laughs> oh my God, Mary Berry. How did she get involved? <laughs> oh Lord. Um, Mary yeah. Berry's cum face. I just can't. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I I'd like to know were, what, what that was like. Yeah. And I think maybe when you're, when you're a teenager and you know, it's before you've had any other sexual experience, that sends standards high though. I know. Can you imagine after that, everything's probably an absolute shitter after that. Well, I don't know many people that have had a good first time, to be honest. So yeah, that is definitely exception to the rule. Yeah. But I think like that probably was like, what is a fantasy when you're 16? Mm. You know, it's it's Ryan Philippi from bloody Cruel Intentions falling in love with you, having sex with you and then crying because he loves you so much. That was I loved that film. Mate, didn't we all? I had the soundtrack, loved it. She was pregnant in that film with his baby. What? Who? Which one? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Is that her name? I've already no, just said what, three. Re, re, <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar. You know, no. Not Selma Blair. Selma Blair. No. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Was she really? Yeah, because they were together. Oh, I know no. useless shit like that. They're not together anymore, though. No, they've got two kids. This is the most pointless information that this podcast has ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like that, in my mind, that's what my first experience of sex was going to be like. Yeah. It wasn't. And and the soft music in the background. And do you remember that, that Bon yeah. Jovi song? I will love you always. Yeah. You know, do you remember the music video to that one? No, I don't remember that. Oh my God. He was like this really hot, like surfer guy with long blonde hair and he's in love with her. She then has an affair and then he's like absolutely fucking heartbroken and he tears apart the lover's house. And oh my God, it was just, I was like, that's who I want to fall in love with. And instead I got a ginger bearded cunt. Yeah, of course, because it's always stiff from Stubbington. <laughs> the least sexually known town ever. Um, I just, yeah, I remember seeing, so my like friend at the time, she was seeing some older guy when we must've been about 16 and um, he had a car and drove us around, so it was oh very exciting. Oh, my God. But he had a friend who looked like Chris O'Donnell. Do you remember Chris O'Donnell? He was like Robin in one of the Batman and Robin films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he is. Yeah. So he looked like him and was like, oh, my God. And um, I just remember like snogging him for like infinite number of hours on a sofa. And I was 16 then. And like, my funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I never experienced anything like it. It was like so sexualized you know like i think if i'd had sex there and then that would have been a good time to do it but i didn't yeah. but honestly i've I, I was like i had to change my trousers because they were soaking wet you were absolutely clunged it, was, in your it pants. was mental it was like what is happening here the oyster Positively has dripping, opened mate. <laughs> yeah. or as steve affectionately calls it foaming at the gash yeah foaming at the clunge yeah, yeah. it was yeah it was that literally foaming 
And wow. after it's taken off my pants. Like a slug like, being salted. Yeah, it was. It was like, what has happened to me? I've never experienced this before. <laughs> but that was probably the limit of my fantasy. Really. Can you remember the first like wet dream you had? I can remember mine vividly. No, I can't weirdly. Mine I mean, I, like... I don't think I ever really used to have them as much as I have them now. I have them all the time now, don't I? I think I had one oh last my night, gosh. actually. They're all, just, they're orgasm dreams. Those are post-children orgasm dreams. I, I mean, you know, I'm ripping someone for having an orgasm on a fucking exercise bike, and here I am. You're having them in your sleep next to your husband. Like, like, nothing's even snoring. happening. <laughs> 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 no one's even fucking touching me, and I'm having them. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, I can remember mine with somebody who had really bad acne at school who was I wasn't attracted to, and yet after that, it, it was a real head fuck for me. Yeah. No, I didn't love him, mate. I didn't love him. Oh, you uh, mentioned it. But my minge did, yeah. My minge wanted to be cock in hole, but it, it wasn't to be me. He was also popular and I was not. So there we go. It was uh, just That's the beginning and end of that story. But it was, yeah, fucking hell. It woke me up. I was like, oh my God. Oh. Yeah, that happens now all the time to me. I've not had one in ages. Sex, I do, that's I've, why. I've, I think uh, January's really sort of crashed my libido, man. I was going to say, how's your sex life? Don't tell me because I'll just be really jealous and furious. No, I've only, I've not had sex that much actually. Um, do you want to know the last time I had sex? When? When I went away with Rob. That's all right, though. That was it, November. It, it's okay. <laughs> I've had sex before since then. Yeah, no, you fucking have. <laughs> Stop having um, Yeah, so, we're, yeah, we're uh, January's really killed the mood. And I hate it because normally when I'm highly sexualized, it's everything I think about all the time. I'm, like, proper male-orientated when I'm like that, and I love it. But it's it's uh, on the back burner right now because the weather, man, it's just really killing my vibe. <laughs> The weather's dragging down my libido. <laughs> it's I not I've got a headache tonight, sweetheart. It's well, today was quite dull. The outside. season is incorrect. <laughs> the sunshine didn't my vagina down got on my sad. face enough. <laughs> my vagina has sads. I need to put a heat lamp on it. You do, just do that, and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh Lord. I think that might be bringing us to the that's end. The, yeah, that's yeah. definitely got to be, yeah. that's, be the end. This has got to end. Um, <laughs> so if you want to keep sending us your stories, don't forget to send us the questions for the yeah, swing. We swinger. are going to have a good old chat with her. Um, yeah, we, we, we want to know everything. But what do you want to know about swinging? And she will. Are you interested in swinging? Is it something that you would love to do, but don't know how to go about it? I, I'm, we're asking logistics, I think, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we want. Oh, yeah. I want um, to know all the gory details. So any of those questions, any stories, any of British, you can email us at nohosbobpodcast at gmail.com. What else can you do? <gasps> Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page at nohosbobpodcast and go to our DMs. Um, and it's Valentine's Day. It's rare the bloody corner, isn't it? Next and, week. Um, a week tomorrow, It's darling. a week tomorrow. So we... well, it'll, be a week, it'll be a week today when this airs, won't it? This will be tomorrow. Yeah. Valentine's Day is Tuesday. The week, is it the week Tuesday? It's week Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just go and get a better. Just kick a Go flick your bean for Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, yeah, go on our website and buy a sex toy for either your partner or yourself. Treat yourself. Don't if you're single and not money wanting on to roses. mingle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck the roses. Get a rose. Get a rose. Yeah, exactly. Get a rose and tickle your beans. Best thing that's ever happened yeah. to my sad vagina. <laughs> your sad, <laughs> solo-orgasming oh, vagina. Uh, and that's it. 
That's it. What else can they do though, Laura? We didn't even say the fucking Instagram bit. What? what no, did we you? did. You can. Did you yeah. say that? Oh my yeah. god, I've lost my but mind. But what she didn't say is you can go to the website where you can get the sex toys at noholdsbarredpodcast.com. Um, and that's it. We will um see you next Tuesday. See you Tuesday. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.